Holly G with the Golf Insiders with Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Well, it was the season ender on Sunday at the Wyndham Championship. Bob, how about Jim Herman, Jim Who Herman, jumping from 192 to 54 in the FedEx Cup standings after winning big over Billy Horschel coming down the stretch. You know, it's like, could there have been anything more out of the blue than that? Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the very Sunday before, remember when everybody was talking about Brooks Kepka yes. shot 74? He only beat one guy. It was Jim Herman. Jim Herman shot 75 in the final round of the PGA, the worst score of the day. And then he comes out and he wins the next week. I mean, this is sort of his M.O. He comes out of nowhere. Definition of um, random. <laughs> yeah, and uh, good for him. It's a, it's a great story. He's 42 years old. He's now he's bought himself a couple more years on tour. Um, you know, gets himself into the playoffs with that. And, and uh, you know, and he, it's not like he backed in. He hit some great shots down the stretch and, hit, you know, played played really well. And, um you know, it's a it's an amazing story. I mean, he he won a tournament last year, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, in 2016, he won in Houston the, to get into the Masters. Um, so you know, it's uh, you know, it just goes to show. And I, and I think I saw now that's three times this year where somebody outside the top 100 has won. And you know, I think it goes to the point that that we've discussed many times that. It, that the depth is pretty amazing. I mean, obviously you've got your top 20, 30, 40 guys who are very, very, very good and consistent and, and are up there all the time. But, I mean, you know, imagine how hard it would be to crack the top 1,000 golfers in the world. You know, when, when a guy like this who, who, you know, he's you know sort of been languishing comes yes. out and wins, I mean, it just kind of shows you how, how good they are and how hard it is. Wins with a seven under sixty three against, yep. you know, a good field, um, and it, it's it's really it's remarkable, um, you know, just like we talk about all the time in terms of, and I think a lot of the guys say it, you know, it's it's just if it's your week, uh, the talent the talent is deep. No question, the talent's deep and. And, uh, you know, I, I think it, again, points to, like, when we get on somebody like, oh, you know, like Jordan or Brooks or, you know, Tiger even, the Phil, you know, for not winning more. Well, look at, you know, a guy has the week of his life and, 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 and wins a golf tournament. So many more guys capable of doing that, I think, than ever before. And uh, so it's um, it's uh, it's it's pretty. You know, I, I think it's just a great reminder of the depth and how good these guys are. Yeah, Billy Horschel um, finishing second, and then uh, I what four tied at, at uh, uh, um, for third place. Uh, Siwoo Kim, Kevin Kisner, Webb Simpson, and Doc Redman. Pretty pretty strong uh, bunch of guys that were on his heels. Yeah, exactly. You know, and 
Uh, you know, that, that was this, you know, the regular season ending tournament with a field probably not as good as some others, but still pretty good. You know, Webb up, was up there again, and, and uh, you know, he's had a really good year. And, and we, had, we had some other big names up, up, up in that tournament trying to, trying to pr- improve themselves, you know, for this three-week stretch now. Well, it's pretty exciting. Um, we are heading to the Northern Trust, PPC Boston, and um, we've got, you know, 125 players in the field. Uh, explain to my listeners, they've, they've changed the points a little bit due to the pandemic. Uh, tell, explain how, how that's going to work. Yeah, they did. I mean, you know, normally, like last week's winner, uh, Jim Herman, got 500 points. So typically the playoffs, the way this has gone is they've increased the points to 2,000, four times the number. And it's 2,000 at the now first two playoff events. It used to be the first three. Actually, you know, they've changed the format of the Tour Championship. So last year you got 2,000 points if you won the Northern Trust or the BMW. Because of the shortened season, they felt that was too much um, volatility, so they they decreased it to three times as much. So the winner's going to get 1,500 points this week. Uh, if you can follow all that, it does still mean that you can make a big jump, but not as big of a jump as you could have last year. And so for you know the guys who are from from probably 90th down to 125, they're going to have to have a really big week, like probably you know a top two or three to have a chance to move into the top 70 to advance to the to uh, the BOW. Uh, and and then obviously from there, from the top, the, the top 30 advance to the Tour Championship. Uh, and and when, once we get to the Tour Championship, then they throw out the point and they give you a, a stroke-based number uh, that's determined what, what your standing is. So if you're number one in FedEx points, which Justin Thomas is now, and he was last year right. through the BMW. He, start, he started the Tour Championship at 10 under. The second place guy starts at 8 under. Third place guy at 6, then 5, and then I believe they just they go all the way down to even par from 26 to 3rd. So if you're 28th in the points, you're starting out the Tour Championship 10 shots back. But you've got four rounds to make it up. And it's a little quirky, and people don't like it, and there's the chance the guy who shoots the lowest score for the week won't win. But you have to sort of think of it as it's, it's a three-week tournament. You know, you're, you're trying to get yourself as high up in the points as you can, and instead of uh, it being four rounds, it's really 12 rounds. And, you know, so the, the, uh, the final round of the – of the of the uh, BMW could mean the difference between say uh, sixth place and fifth place, and that's the difference of a shot or two going into the tour championship. That's sort of the mindset you have to have, and it's a little bit controversial. But but I I, I get what they're doing. Um, you know, it's not how I would have done it, but this is way better than the old points way where they start out and then you're sitting there trying to figure out what a win does and points and all that stuff. It's this way, the guys know where they stand. They look on the leaderboard. There's, you know, last year Rory was five back, so he started out minus five, and JT was minus ten. So on day one, you know, he knows 
I'm five behind. So if he shoots 67 and JT shoots 70, now I'm two behind. You know, so, so uh, and, and as it turns out, Roy did shoot the lowest 72 hole score last year and won FedEx Cup. So it all kind of worked out. It did. It did. Well, you know, some interesting guys that are um, outside the top 70, including uh, Brooks Kepka, probably the most high profile player with some work to do given that he missed the cut at Wyndham. And uh, Jordan Spieth at 100th. You've got Ricky Fowler at 88. Tommy Fleetwood at 89. There's uh, some players, like you said, that have some big work to do. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, now they've, they've got, they, they do have to kind of, you know, it's almost go all out. You know, there, there's no reason to, there's no reason to protect. You know, you you know, and, and, and unless you just unless all you care about is playing four rounds and, and getting some rounds and and developing a little bit of uh, you know continuity or, or, or rhythm, uh, if, if you don't have a great week, you're you're sitting out the next two. And you know, the different dynamic this year is we've got the U.S. Open that follows two weeks, actually only ten days after the final round of the Tour Championship is the first round of the U.S. Open. So it's it's because of the pandemic and the schedule change, that is a little bit of a difference. And so guys got to kind of keep that in mind. You know, it's like I think there's a reason to want to play some of these tournaments so that you've got some reps, you know, with the U.S. Open coming up. Uh, you know, these guys who get eliminated this week are going to be looking at taking possibly three weeks off before the U.S. Open a lot of guys wouldn't be doing that normally. They'd be playing the Memorial. They might even be playing in years past. Uh, last year was the Canadian Open, the week before the U.S. Open. They could go play the first tour event of the next season, which is uh, Safeway. But do you want to play in California and go all the way to New York? You know, so it, it, it creates some, you know, it, as this year has done, it's just it's created a lot of weird scenarios. All right, well, let's break it down uh, in terms of, of uh, the guy you follow. And we all follow week in, week out. Tiger Woods, um, you know, now sort of fighting to make it to Atlanta when uh, before the pandemic hit, he was 28th in the FedEx standings. Yeah, Tiger, you know, it has... His sort of his attitude has always been, good play takes care of everything, right? Well, unfortunately, in the two events that he's played, the play hasn't been good enough to take care of everything. You know, he's he slid back. As you said, he was 28th when when they started back up the Colonial. You know, in, in in hindsight, it's easy to say now it would have been nice if he would have played one of those early events. You know, if he could have picked off a top 15 finish even. He'd, he'd be so much farther ahead right now. As it stands, he's 49th. He basically needs, like, if he could finish top four this week, he'd move into the top 30. Uh, he, he would actually move into a position where he might actually be safe. Uh, but he's, you know, he's uh, he's got a lot of ground to make up, and that doesn't that doesn't take into account what the other, other guys do. So, um uh, anyway, um, he's uh, he, and, and he has entered next week too, which uh, the BMW, which means if, if he does have the, the, the two good weeks, 
and make it to the Tour Championship. Now, he is looking to play in four weeks out of Fox, uh, which, of course, he hasn't played three straight weeks in two years, you know, uh, since 2018 in the playoffs. So uh, I, I'm not sure what the answer there is. I mean, it would have been better if Tiger could have had his position sewn up, skip this week, go to Chicago next week, play the, play the BMW in the Tour Championship, you know, and, and then you have a week to get ready for Wingfoot. Uh, you know, he wants to play this week. What if he misses the cut? You know, then he, he, he adds another tournament next week. At least he gets some rounds in. So it's, uh, you know, it's, all these guys are grappling with this. You know, you got the other guy, the guy like Justin Thomas, who, you know, he played, he won the WGC. Uh, two weeks before that, he, he uh, you know, he played two weeks in a row at, at Muirfield Village took a week off, won the WGC, played the PGA, took a week off. Now he's playing three in a row, has a week off in the U.S. Open. A ton of golf, you know, and uh, uh, we talked about this before, too. It, it, it makes me wish, again, they had just moved the Tour Championship to the end of November I uh, agree. after the Masters. I agree. And just end the season there. Instead, you know, they're, these guys are killing themselves right now. It's sort of like it used to be with with the Open, and then there was a week off, and then they played the WGC, and they played the PJ Championship, and then a week off, and then four FedEx playoff events. But then it was over with. Yeah. And the majors, the majors were done. Yes. We've got a major after this, plus another major in November. So it's a lot of, um, you know, it's it's a lot, it's, it's a lot, a lot for these guys to take on. Well. Um... Interesting to see Billy Horschel on the top of the leaderboard against. Uh, speaking of somebody that uh, has a good feeling about Eastlake, he claimed the FedEx Cup in 2014. And if we, <clears throat> you know, recall, Billy got, Billy Ho got super hot as he was uh, coming down the, the playoffs and he won the final two playoff events uh, and I think became the first to do that since Tiger Woods. Yeah, you know, and he. What's funny is back then when there was four, I believe he had a, a, a bad first one, but then he had like a, a high finish in Boston, and then went to Denver and won. That was and, and then won the Tour Championship, you know, and and it, it's a good time to get hot. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of money they're playing for. Uh, the, you know, the, the the third week it's 15 million to the winner, but 45 million total is divvied up among 15 guys. I mean, the second-place guy gets $5 million. I mean, even to not win win the Tour Championship with the strokes-based, uh, you know, seeding, you can still make a ton of money by finishing the top five or top six. So, um, you know, getting hot now is, is a good thing. And, and, you know, I think most guys would rather – you know, go ahead and play great now and see what happens when you get to wing foot. Not worry about it. I, I don't think you want to sort of inch your way along and, and, and hope that you get hot in a month. You know, it's going to be a totally different style of golf anyway. And, uh, you know, you might as well get in some good form right now. What's, what's your feeling um, as you look back 14 years of the FedEx Cup? Uh, it's pretty much boiled down to um, – you know, a veteran player. Um, but we got a lot of young kids in this mix. Obviously, Colin Morikawa coming off his first major. That that kid has no fear. 
Um, you know, we've right. got uh, uh, Xander, of course. He's he's just outside the bubble of the top ten. Um, what what what's what's your hunch right now? Yeah, you know the the um, the FedEx playoffs are, are somewhat controversial. People wonder, you know, is, does it have the prestige of a major? No, it doesn't. You know, I don't even think they have the prestige. Winning these tournaments doesn't even have the prestige of, you know, winning the players or, or winning a world golf event. But what they've done is they've, and you have to kind of throw this year out, they've given us a way to end the golf season and you get all the best players playing. You know, yeah, we've had a couple of WDs now this week. I think we're down to 123. So it's, you know, everybody in the top, 125 entered, and then and then Vaughn Taylor and now Brooks Koepka were drawn. So, so they all play. I mean, time, you know, for the most part, every one of the top guys is there. And in the old days, after the PGA Championship, golf just, you know, in August, golf just withered away. Nobody paid attention. Now they do. You know, these, you know that, that was a huge win for Tiger two years ago when Rory won the Tour Championship a few years ago to win the FedEx Cup. It was big. Obviously, he won the FedEx Cup again last year. You know, th- these these events have have a lot of status. And, you know, um, I, I think the money is a bit gaudy, especially this year. You know, Yikes. Um, Indeed. I think th- that has a bit of a bad look, I think, given all that's going on um, and, and how, you know, uh, there's so much, you know, there's so much suffering going on and these tournaments don't have spectators and they're having a hard time paying their bills. Uh, and then you're going to give $15 million out still. Um, I wish they would have had a way to rethink that a little bit, that they still could have been rewarded very handsomely. I mean, these tournaments are $9.5 million purses, too, the first two. Yeah, you know, it's, it's big money each week. So, um, but, but that said, look, you know, if you put that aside, I still think, you know, these, these are compelling tournaments. All the big names are there, you know, JT and Spieth and, Tiger and Phil and obviously Rom and Morikawa, uh, you know, and and so uh, they're excellent fields. So uh, you know, I, I'm I think that the idea of the FedEx Cup playoffs is really good. I mean, we used to have the Tour Championship in November that most a lot of players skipped, and we had like an eight ten week run of just regular tournaments that didn't really mean anything. Yeah, that that and that, now you know that was worse. Yeah, I mean now you've got you've got you know uh, you know trying to get trying to get in them. I, I just like we said, I just wish we'd have left these tournaments alone in the fall, let the U.S. Open and Masters count, and then have you know the Tour Championship in November and end the season there, and then start the new season in January. But um, you know they chose to do it this way, and that's how it is, and that's okay too. Well, I challenge Rory McIlroy if he three peats, Bob. I'd like to see him turn that bonus check over to uh, to the health professionals and uh, the first responders. What do you think? That would go a long way. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't do something like that, you know. Um, uh, and, and, look, you know, I should say, too, that these guys have all, they all do their part in various ways for their own foundations and charities and things like that. And, um and, and, and they also did miss out on 13 weeks of tournament golf, you know, and there's no British Open this year, uh, and there's probably not going to be a WGC event in China. 
you know, so there's there's two big tournaments that went off the schedule. Um, their income opportunities were diminished, were diminished, you know. But but by the same token, I think a lot of them are making up for it by playing more now. And uh, you know, I I think we'll see even more in the in the way of uh, of, of those charitable endeavors. Well, we'll we'll see. I think that would be a huge huge PR move uh, if it were to happen and. Uh, for any of these guys, if they if they bank uh, that bonus check, uh, that would be a you know a, a very worthwhile and um, you know good thing to do. Uh, Bob, who are Absolutely. you picking? Who are you picking for the Northern Trust? Well, it's uh, <laughs> look nobody's going to hold it against me that I didn't pick Jim Herman last week, right? <laughs> so uh, you know what, I'm going to go with Bryson. Because he he won the last time it was at T, you know they didn't play at, at TPC Boston last year, and uh, because now because they shrunk from four to three. That's right. Uh, so uh, uh, so I, I and and you know he had a really good week that that year on that course and obviously his game's in pretty good shape. Uh, contended at the PGA a couple weeks ago, so uh, not really going out on the limb, but I kind of like his chances. All right. Well, Bob, as always, thank you so much. Bob Herrig, ESPN.com. Appreciate your time as always. No problem.